it's 11.02, so gather round the radio and listen to your favorite show. It's Martin and Mac, and they've got a big sack full of stories, full of jokes, haikus and a robot rope. they got a friend in Florida, well not a friend but sorta, and lots of friends in Illinois, including one they don't enjoy. Old Johnny Z, he's a pain in the knee. Seth is trying to build their brand, but he's the worst in all the land. Huzzah to them both, and hurrah to the true fan. Sitting by the radio, waiting for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the United Club inside beautiful Soldier Field, I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's start the show so I can get up to my seats in time for the game. Let's do it, Martin. It's time to get started with another episode, episode 68. And um, I know I'm excited. I know you're excited because we've been texting each other pretty much nonstop all day long. That's and true. I, you know, that's even though you would think two people that are on the same wavelength as much as you and I, you'd think we would do that anyway. But e- this was even more than usual. Right. I mean, most of the times when I try to call you, you just don't answer. Well, right. But I mean, texting. Nope. Nobody answers the phone when you call anyone, do they? Is that a thing? I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah. I'm not like a Gen Z guy. Let's, uh, speaking of what you aren't, let's let's go into revisionist news because um, you aren't either. You're not Coach Popteen or Dr. Papster, and neither am I, and... You know, that's who people want to hear. Now, I what's the topic we have this week, Martin? Oh, it's some fresh news. Donald Trump is suing Mary Trump. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, Dr. P. How are you? Great. Did someone, you said Mary Trump. You know, she and I went to... Uh, we got our degrees and certifications together, you know. She's a smart one, real smart. Hey, everybody, Coach P here. Uh, got to level with you, Doc. I didn't understand anything you just said. Well, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> let's dig into that one sometime when we have, oh, I don't know, maybe three hours. Well, I'm sorry anyway, Coach P, but, uh, you know, Leave the uh, leave the uh, armchair quarterbacking to the experts. <laughs> you get what I mean by that one, don't you? Um, you know, I heard you say quarterback, and then, you know, I was trying to be nice the first few weeks, but I pretty much can't understand you. Well, let's hope this quarterback hits a home run. Am I right? <laughs> Well, let me tell you something about this man, Donald Trump. He has a very, very, very small, uh, several things are very small about him. One thing that is the most small 
is only the smallest person with the very smallest, well, accoutrements sues their own family member. Am I right? Hey, Doc, Martin here. Um, I just think it's potentially dangerous to diagnose him over the podcast. I mean, have you ever met him before? I This, this law that you speak of, this uh, very dumb law, and it's not even a law. It's just some stupid uh, legal BS from all your stupid lawyers ruining everything. Uh, no, this is. I am not uh, bound by this rule that you say. Uh, this is stupid and dangerous for the world. This crazy man, he he has some very small parts and things in his life. Who sues us? Their own family member. This this American world is just too much. Uh, Coach P here. I pretty much didn't understand anything, but I think Doc and I can agree on this. First thing you do is kill all the lawyers, then you round up the long hairs. Huh. Your lawyers don't even wear wigs. I mean, come on. Who, who? Of course they're not to be taken seriously. I mean, all I'm saying is he was our president. We need to respect him. And the good no. ones, we respect. No, we do not. This is... Uh, this is the uh, uh, addiction. This is addiction to uh, uh, false authority, and it is just as dangerous and uh, hard on the soul and the brain and your body as any other addiction, such as an addiction to Swiss chocolate or uh, to um, Macedonian vinegar. Well. All I'm saying is here, you can worship the emperor of Macedonia and eat chocolates all day, but I live in America. We have a president. He needs to be respected. Oh, Coach P. Oh, you are special. But let me say again, only the biggest piece of trash, the most trashy and disgusting people, sue their own family members especially when they screw them out of money. Can you believe this? It is just unbelievable. Well, Martin here, I think we can close with this. One of the most popular characters on Sesame Street lived in trash, Oscar the Grouch. Case Martin, I, I, th I don't think you, you know, well, I, Dr. P, you know, some of us are a little more worldly and, you know, continental. And, you know, let's just say that your voice is an important voice. Wow, you really have to say that, Tim? He's that sensitive? I appreciate your words, Mr. Stepanek. That is the correct pronunciation, of course, in Slovenia. Uh, anyway, uh, good luck to you, Coach and Martin. Thank you. Oh, and, thanks. And Matt, Matt, thanks a lot, Dr. P. Uh, See you well, later, Well, that was coach. a little... Coach yeah, out. That was a little bit, uh, I don't know. Well, you know, emotions are part of life, so uh, I feel like the coach and Dr. P made that pretty clear. And Yes. 
you know, one thing that we've been working on is, you know, I mean, branding and emotions go hand in hand. And that's the transition we're going to make because the we're most bring popular in... brands connect with you on an emotional level. True. They do. And, you know, we, of course, we've been working, we've had a brand manager, everybody I'm sure is aware this entire time since the very beginning of DOP. Yeah, his um, name's Seth. Right. And, you know, we brought him in today because we wanted to share with our listeners some of the work that Seth has been doing and some of the experiences we've been having with him and um, and and just get a little insight into um, how that goes. So, uh, Seth, are you... Uh, are you hooked up? Is this link up connected? And I'm Seth. Oh, great. Wow. Great. Um, so, Seth, I'm just going to get right into it because this is what the fans want to know. If you gave us your elevator speech, what do you do for the Duke of Pipso? And what have you found out about, you know, our audience and our brand? What I do for the Duke of Pipso is I make waves. Um Consider me a turtle, and the podcast rides on my shell. Um, I feel that that speaks for itself, and my progress is the Twitter followers that you have gained, and the um, the worshippers that bear fruit at, at your feet. Yep. Uh, so I do want to point out that you know Seth's now our listening audience went up by a factor of three uh, since the summer. Now, that's pretty impressive, I have to say. Um, what, However, know. he brought this up. I'm looking at it right now. Duke Pipso, at Pipso. that's our Twitter. We have 15 followers right now. Right, um, and that's, that's like a 14-fold increase, probably. My personal... Twitter page has 88 followers. Oh, Martin, please. Honestly. I don't need to defend myself. I just know that the Venn diagram circles don't much overlap between the two accounts. Who follows who? Well, I look, I that was a cheap shot, Seth. I'm sorry. You know, no one can compete with Martin's Twitter presence. No one expected you to do that. He's too elitist. Now, let me ask I, you another question here, Matt. Sorry to jump in, or Seth. I'm not interested in Matt right now, but he just is interrupting me. Um, are you sending like the your data collection and market research only to Matt? Because I haven't gotten any reports from you. Yeah, so this is a weekly newsletter that goes out. Um, I send it to every email that's provided to me, so... You should have gotten it if you gave me your email, which if you didn't, that falls back on you. I can't, you know. That would be a classic Martin move. Um, but no, Martin's right. Um, the data, you know, I will have to, let's, you know, let's let's take a minute to talk about some opportunities for growth, okay? Um, I'm open. Yeah, good. So definitely, um, you know, the data... You know, sometimes it shows up, sometimes it doesn't. We're okay with that right now, Martin. I'll just go ahead and say that. 
uh, but we we know you could do better, and we we want that. Um, now, when Martin and I took you out to the Dawson in Chicago to wine and dine you, um, we we made a couple of observations. Um, one of the first things was, first of all, when we went to this place, we told Seth we were going to take him somewhere, and when we when we walked up on the sidewalk to and the doors were open because it was a nice, beautiful summer evening. Classic uh, Chicago night. Seth was like, huh, we should go to this place, you guys. Huh. Like, they would never let us schmucks in there. And actually, that was where we were going. And, you know, so that's okay. Just was observation. Then we got inside and we ordered food. Um, and we ordered all this stuff. And Martin... I don't know if you remember this, but Seth only ate coleslaw the whole time we were there. That's not true. I no. ordered two. I ordered two entrees. Yeah, and then you only ate the coleslaw. Are you and calling Martin that a had, liar right now? Martin and I had to eat a second dinner. I mean, we didn't have to, but we did to take one for the team. Now, yeah, we what did we're, you try their coleslaw? No, Here's, because you ate it all. Okay, fair. Here's I just. You know. There was another young, successful businessman that met us there. True. And I don't know how to say it. He just came off as better than you, Seth, in pretty much every way. Yeah. Um, he was had met with clients earlier. He had Perspective. a plan. Perspective, please. Um, he seemed to have real data, not just like this made-up turtle analogy that doesn't mean anything. He ate not only coleslaw, but other things. Pizza. He, he was dressed nicer than you. And he was staying at a hotel right down the street, which I have to say is just more impressive than us driving you home. Yeah. I mean, your roommate doesn't even like you, Seth. And all you well, do is complain Martin. about how bad... I'm just saying this is the kind of thing he could easily bring in to the Duke of Pipso world. I think, okay. And you and I get along so well, and we never argue, but I don't want somebody to interrupt, you know, our, our flow. Well, I think what we're saying is, you know, we, we really appreciate what you bring to the, to the branding Thank you. of DOP. Thank you. That means a lot. Okay. It's sort of a thankless okay, position. I'm not done. But I just wanted to recognize you for that part because it's sort of a thankless position. So I wanted to thank you back because I know that giving thanks is also thankless. Okay. I just want to say this. Matt, a lot of times, speaks only for himself. Okay. But so, as a collective, he speaks for the Duke of Pipsa, which includes you. So thank you, Mark. That's not true. We don't even speak for the Duke of Do Pipsa. you still operate under the LLC? Yeah, which we're not in control of. Is it a, is it a joint venture? It's an LLC. Oh, you better believe it's a joint venture. Okay, no, so then I so then thank you as well, Martin. It means a lot to me. So listen, um, here's the thing. Since you're digging your own grave right now, we we just we felt like you know that you had an opportunity to kind of flex your muscles a little bit, and I get that you're doing that now. But you know, saying that you don't belong in a nice restaurant or only eating coleslaw or Let's be fair. You were talking trash about the Obama library. 
Those yeah, are that's things. True. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are things that. Can you even you know, take anything seriously? This is just very damning to my uh, to my career, and I don't know. I'm sort of questioning uh, what the direction. Like, do I do I file for defamation here? I mean, Steppy, you went to one year of law school, so what is my option here? Well, Steppy's find not a the one at the find a real lawyer. I don't know. Yeah, Steppy's not the one at the dinner who said, and I quote: "In a lot of ways, America would be better if we were still under the royal control." I don't have respect for any president ever, and I never will. My name is Seth Fox. Well, well that's okay. For a while there, it didn't sound like me, but then uh, because I clearly stated that it was me at the end, I actually know that that was me. Right. I was there, and I heard you say your name, so that's how I knew it was you. Oh, the bulge in your pocket was the tape recorder? Um, Martin? We're a family show. So, so other, other people at the meeting were better. You talked trash about the Obama library. You and only all the coleslaw. presidents. You, and, and all the presidents. And you kept saying you, weren't, you don't belong. So you tell us, Seth, what does it take to wine and dine you? Well, I just think that it all caught me by surprise. Steppy, you're skipping over the fact that you nailed a perfect parallel park to lead into that. I think I was just still mesmerized from that maneuver. It was left side reverse. I mean, that's not something you see all the time. What? We expect that from Matt. So, you know, kudos to Matt for doing what he's supposed to do. I wish I could say the same about you. But thank you for what you said about my brand managing, because that actually means a lot. Well, yeah, I think some people if, some people are sabermetrics this, people, this is, some people are eye test people. Okay, and in this case, I'm an eye test person for the audio podcast. This is I, this is one of the the worst attempts to change the subject and not answer a question that I've heard since well, since I listened to the Sunday morning political shows, which I do, which was just on Sunday, right? So, so it's been a full twenty four hours. Well, yeah. you've had time to hear a couple what, of things. What do you tell us how to wine and dine you so we can actually do it, so we can actually get your confidence up? Okay. What if we take you to a restaurant that doesn't have coleslaw? I think that's a start. Well, okay. but would you well, eat anything? The, yeah, I would eat the knowledge that you bestow upon me with the meeting. I would be forever grateful. See, see this is just, this is like lackeyism. We, we don't want that. We want, we want. But I'm your thinkers. brand manager. Yeah, but you, yeah. You serve you're not, the podcast. You're, you don't serve you're, Matt. You're acting and talking like the guy that follows horses in the parade and cleans up their dumps. Yeah. You're like, I mean, oh, I love this job. I'd do anything for this team. And we're more like, no, you got to show me. You got to bring it to me. Don't just. Don't just tell me. Show me. Rise above. Look, look it's like, I didn't want to get to this point, but I'll just say it. I need more meat on the bone, and then I can perform. I need that, more meat. So you want us to take you to a place that serves meat? I mean, I thought we did that, but okay. 
All right. You know what? We're not going to resolve this right now. That's that's no. become obvious. No, we're not. This is an ongoing topic that we should revisit podcast after podcast. This, this, no, it isn't. It's this already is, gone about four minutes too long. Yeah. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Haraz and Hazaz. And Seth, it's going to be a chance for you to flex a little bit, talk trash about Ben Simmons or whatever you want to do to make Johnny mad. But um, yeah. let's just go ahead and, and let's let's transition, as okay. Martin likes to say. Um, so my hurrah this week, it was originally, I just, I just literally changed it. Um, my hurrah this week goes to intern Michael, who I never thought I would ever give a hurrah to. But after seeing, or rather listening to Seth's performance on this show, it makes me nostalgic and long for Michael's loud tin can house and his safety talks that weren't really that funny, but we kept doing them all the time, and just his constant screwing up. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going give, to give a huzzah, and I, I bet it's going to be hard. You, you'll be surprised at this. But I'm going to give it to uh, Chicago Bears coach Matt Nagy, who is no relation to me. Um, Are you sure? That's the kind of stuff that's going to make me just give up on the Bears. And that's saying a lot. I, I have really, it made me, it was so terrible watching that game. It was so depressing and, and terrible that. With all the other stuff going on, on in the world that's depressing and terrible, that was up there almost as high as the rest of it. Please stop doing whatever it is that you think you're supposed to do and just do anything different. Just anything. Uh, change the kind of coffee you drink. Go buy a different car. Go cha- buy new shoes. Just anything to stop doing the same soul-crushing, horrific display of pathetic, just totally pathetic performance that that was and that the Bears just cannot seem to stop doing whenever you think they're going to turn the corner. So you were not impressed with his coaching? No. Oh, I hear some nasal breathing. I think Seth might have a hurrah or huzzah. Yeah, I'm going to give uh, – sorry for the nasal breathing. I uh, This is my first time on a mic. So um, I am going to give a huzzah to Hope. Um, yesterday morning, I found out about an exclusive deal at a sports book in the state of Illinois. I drove 40 miles each direction before 9 a.m. to cash in on said deal uh, with the opportunity. If the Bears covered the spread, I could get plus 1985, which was about $2,000, enough for one month's rent. I was really, really looking forward to it. I saw no way that it wouldn't uh, they wouldn't cover seven and a half. But uh, as Steppy noted, uh, it was a torture 
it was a torture chamber. Um, it was the worst performance I've ever seen and we all lost money and, uh, no, I don't have money for rent. And, uh, I spent two hours in the car. There was a car that was on fire on the way to Aurora because that's, uh, what you see on the way to Aurora. And you know what? That should have been my cue to turn around, um, because that was an omen for the bears game. Um, You should have switched cars with that person. Yeah, I wish I did. Um, the bears were... There's no words except um, I was making fun of some people that had banked on a Lions game to finish out a massive parlay that you see on social media. I had laughed about that with a friend, and then I ended up holding the bag. So, Well, life lessons, everybody. Um, well I hope, said. I hope you, uh, all our listeners will join us in our uh, our uplifting of of seth uh you know you can tell we can tell you know he's got a you know sort of a gambling issue too seth um, what's your low confidence uh at seth fox three if you want to help me make rent don't consider this a GoFundMe, and i'm not asking for a handout but just consider this uh like physical motivation that you're providing me it's not a hand out it's a hand up and I had a, a maybe a funnier thing there, but I restrained myself. A handoff joke? It's not a handoff joke or an HJ. All right. It's a hand up. Well, I think that's where we'll leave it. Uh, Seth, thank you for Asking for help us. is a sign of strength. Very true. Doc P would agree with you. Uh, and I'm sure. Can I just reiterate? This has been the opportunity of a lifetime, and whether or not you invite me back is uh, my my performance on Twitter speaks for itself. Um, if you don't follow at Duke Pipso, you must. Um, and again, this has been an honor of a lifetime, and nobody else besides that worm weasel Michael has been on the podcast, and John oh. Mayer. Can't forget John Mayer. So if you're from Florida and you haven't been on the podcast yet, um, that's your fault. Well, all right. You should know where you rank. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.